Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, Headliner Questions coming your way. I'm Jeff, that's Corey and Ira, and we want to say thank you as always to Dr. Birch. He reached out to me yesterday, I told Ira this. I'll be swinging by to see Dr. Birch momentarily. Well, my son has an appointment and uh, it's been a minute. I haven't been in that office. Yeah. I've missed her terribly. Uh, she said uh, also she's funny because uh, she says, uh, don't you want to just come by and, and pick up the sponsorship money? I mean, good Lord, Cameron. Uh, I know you've done all right, but don't you have gambling debts to pay? Yeah, is what she we says. all do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I said, yeah, I yeah. She's, yeah. She's accused us of in the past of using this as beer money. Which I thought I was a little offended by, mm. you know. Maybe we should charge because we have, we have, we have our own drink, beer money. Yeah, and I drink vodka. <laughs> That's right, vodka money. Well, nonetheless, Birch Orthodontics, the best in the business for you and so your basically, family. Basically, she's uh, supporting our vices, gambling. Somebody and, has and alcohol. to. Somebody yeah. has to. So why not be Doctor Birch? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's that's um, what you you you're, It's a win win win, people. Mm-hmm. Your kids go get the best orthodontic treatment in you, the world, available in the world. And uh, and then we get you know I money get for our vices. Shelf. I yeah. can get top shelf. <laughs> With vodka, it doesn't really matter. It, and I don't. I hate the taste of vodka, so well, I really doesn't, doesn't really taste like much. I you, get my you top put it shelf. In your meal. Mio is yeah. what you do. And, yeah. and birchorthodox.com is the website. And it's again, take it from us. Our kids have gone there. They tremendous work. Great people. Great knolls. You can talk a little FSU football. While you're there, and uh, they make it affordable with payment plans and everything else. It just we cannot recommend them highly enough. Agreed. And I am plus, plus be, now Jeff can pay his gambling. Debts. Well, and we're coming down the stretch here. Uh, I think we're almost done. The other night, uh, was at dinner with uh, my son Clark, and uh, said, "Let me see your teeth, buddy." We do a teeth check every now and mm, again you at, have the, at the dinner table. Mm, yeah, you have to. And uh, and I said, let, "Let me see. They're almost pristine." Doctor Birch, if you're listening, I miracle think worker. I think we're done. I, I personally think we're done. Now, she may disagree, and it's just her opinion. That's her opinion. That's not a fact. <laughs> <laughs> but, now, but but I value her opinion. And now there's nothing to pick on Clark for anymore. You have no oh, more material. Oh, i got a lot of You've things to pick on Clark out. for. He's perfect. I can, I can pick on Clark for hours. He's 13 years <laughs> yeah. old. Man, he is prime picking on age right there, buddy. <laughs> and he takes it well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I cross the line every now and then. I can tell the moment it happens. He's like, okay, I'm about done with this, Pops. You, you, that's one too many. Uh, all right, where do we want to go here? Let's get our first questions in for the day. Oh, I saw one right off the bat that I liked, uh, and it was a question for uh, your son, Brady, Corey. Oh, okay. Uh has he delivered any more notebook uh, notable book reports on celebrities and astronauts? 
How's his thirst for knowledge coming along? Not great. I've asked him uh, three times. I've been away from him, but he has not given me the report on Ted Turner that I was hoping to get. Just I feel like he's an Atlanta kid growing up yeah, in yeah. Atlanta. He needs, to know, to, he needs yeah. to know who Ted Turner is. He does know that the ballpark used to be named after him, the old one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, but why? And he goes, well, because he was the owner. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but how did he get all that money? What did he do before the Braves? What did he do with the Braves? Who did he marry? Who did he donate money to? Like, I'm, I'm still waiting on the report for that. So, And he's uh, – He's not crushing it in the classroom, so maybe I shouldn't have him be studying. Give him extra. You got you're, you're extra piling work. on yeah. to the work there. That's so it, yeah. we dialed it back a little bit. Uh, R. A. writes, gentlemen, off-season parenting. Qu- this is what we get, guys. Okay. Get yeah, this is turning questions. into a parenting. Here. here we go. Here parenting it. podcast. Uh, gentlemen, off-season parenting question: If I hypothetically let my 15-year-old son use a betting app, and he hypothetically had Jennings for MVP at plus 25,000, what important lessons did he learn about life and the <laughs> NFL? Also, is it legal for a college coach to fund an NIL? Now, that's not a parenting question. I don't believe it is. I don't believe it is either. But there's ways to get around. But, of course, we know it has to happen. What about a coach's wife? Or a coach's <laughs> Or a friend of a friend a or friend, whatever, yeah. man. Yeah, but uh, – He liked the Alabama baseball coach. He he, he, was he got some really good friends. He was smooth. Really smart the way he ended yeah, that. Real yeah, sharp. The <laughs> guy that's in the casino yeah. saying, no, you don't understand. With big duffel this bags. This is the baseball this is the coach. coach at Alabama. He's giving me a hot tip he's, right he's now. He's telling me to bet on it. And I'm trying to bet a hundred grand and don't understand limits. And yeah. they're like, you yeah, know, college 15 baseball. Grand but the maybe. thought that you would try to bet a hundred thousand dollars on a college baseball game, like, no, no, you can only bet ten thousand. He goes, yeah. no, no, but you don't understand. I've got inside knowledge from the Alabama <laughs> baseball coach, as if the casino. You don't want to give a, me all your money. Yeah, the casino's in a rush yeah. to give you their money. Yeah. That's it so, was a, so stupid. It's also well, there are a lot of things about it that are crazy. But how about my man in Alabama making five hundred grand a year, risking it for what? Fifteen uh, grand. I yeah. also when it first came out that the there's you know their security or whatever was aware of who he was communicating with and we're all trying to figure out at the time those cameras must be really high def or or maybe somebody yeah. have spies or the, it's like no no, no, no he the, the showed them he showing showed them. him here is yeah. twitter handle hey yeah. this is the guy i would say um so i had mccaffrey as mvp i did too and had san fran won he would have won the MVP. probably but i think so i jennings throwing the touchdown and catching yeah, the there. touchdown yeah, he had two touchdowns. He was, he's in the conversation i was it's not happy thin. when he caught that pass i'm like oh god they're gonna give it to him because he threw one pass on a trick play um yeah i mean you get that close to tasting hypothetically tasting a great bet and well, then right, it falls I, in I, like I do bang. like that you're teaching him young that you it involves an awful lot of heartbreak yeah, yeah somebody yeah. who uh got dragged to the racetrack all the time as a kid i'm not against this but uh yeah i don't know you gotta teach him you gotta teach yeah, him right, look how you turned out you I go to horse yeah. track when you were 11 that's true that's i told clark is enamored with my gambling and i've said okay if you're gonna if you want to know about it we're gonna learn it. Here's this is how we this is how we roll. But also, by the way, then that gives you the opportunity to tell him not to bet money he didn't have, which Clark has none. So he can't make. And, with, and honestly, with Brady, I'm 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 taking it slow, getting him to develop a taste for vodka. Yeah, I'm not doing it right away. We're not right, doing right. shots. Right. We're just mixing a little bit into like In the his Kool-Aid. Mountain Dew. Right. Yeah, just right. here and there. Gotcha. Henry writes more frustrating play calling. Uh, Mike Norvell inside the five yard line, line, or Shanahan with a double digit lead in a Super Bowl. Mm. It's definitely Shanahan, uh, who went away for the entirety of the third quarter from the run. In fact, the first six plays to start the second half were all passes that led to two straight three and outs. It's Shanahan. It's not yeah, close. I don't, I don't remember Norvell being no, horrible he inside horrible. the five. He's got Jimbo it's Fisher. The, it's the complaints from two years ago where yeah. everybody thought he was being too cute. Oh yeah. Jimbo Fisher, when his his kickers always lead the country in field goal attempts, that's yeah. the one that that'll uh, hurt your feelings. Yeah. Uh Let's see. Panama Noel writes, Ira, you talked to Mike in Orlando, and then you mm. spoke with Jeff on the smash. 
Uh, did Mike take a subtle jab at Mario? We have two full-length practice fields, he said. <laughs> does he hate Mario as much as it appears that he does? That would be slick if, if that was a shot. That's I didn't awesome. take it that did way. Did he say that? Well, he did. I mean, because somebody, somebody asked him about – uh, how practice is going to be affected yeah. during the spring with the construction on the, the football facility. And he said, well, we'll still have two full-length practice. We'll have uh, a grass field outside I mean, in the uh, full-length. I mean, you're, uh, you're probably right, but it is still pretty oh, funny, it is that, funny that you could take it that way. Because for the people that don't know, uh, Miami does not. They have one and a half. Um, or one and four-fifths, I guess. Yeah. It, would be, it, it would be cool if that's what he was doing. I like yeah. the idea of the coach taking shots at Miami. We'll roll with it. Uh, Nate wants to know who wins the title first, Norvell or the Bills? That's actually a good question because the problem for the Bills, of course, is that Patrick Mahomes yeah. exists. Uh, but they have an elite quarterback in Josh Allen, and they were that close to beating Kansas City this year, and they had nobody left on defense with all those injuries. So they were kind of close. Um, I feel like that's a 50-50. It's like yeah, it's because Florida State should be getting in the playoffs yeah. pretty not easily, but with some regularity, the rest of this decade, and then you have. But that's tough. It's tough to win the college football playoff. You're gonna win three or four games now, just like you do in the NFL. I'm gonna go with Norvell just because I I agree with you. I think the, the fact Holmes, that Mahomes yeah. is in the way is a challenge. Yeah, he's only. 20, we don't know who's gonna be standing in the way of Good grief. Florida State. You're right. I think I'm. I, I don't. I'm not done with Mahomes and the Chiefs like I was I don't get with the, you guys. With the well, Brady. I'm, I'm done. Why? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not done with it. But I would like. I would like the Bills to win a Super Bowl. I, I think that would be cool. There's a lot mm -hmm. of teams in that. I'd like the Browns to win a Super Bowl for for Stephanie. Um, and the Chiefs are just what they're just going to be doing this for the next decade. Yeah, yeah. That's no, not I'm, fun. I'm done with them. Uh, Luckily, my Bucks pasted the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. We're the saviors of all that's right. Yeah, in the NFL. with Tom Brady got one. Yeah, great. No, nobody's worried about Tom Brady. The Bucks no, dominated. Know, How you, many points did the Chiefs score in that Super Bowl, Corey? I don't know. 11, nine. 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 Yeah. Yep. Bucks defense dominated that I will, game. I will say this about Bills fans. And you, you kind of like living in the state of Florida, not questioning Florida NFL franchises fans, but it's not quite as intense as maybe some other areas. Oh, in Buffalo, yes. So course. when I was up for the Syracuse game last year, um, was it this past season or the year before they the year were in before, Syracuse? 22. To, when I was up there um, that weekend, I went to a sports bar with some friends, and the Bills were on the road. And, man, that sports bar, I mean, it, it, there were Bills jerseys everywhere. I mean, it was like everybody in that town, and that's not even Buffalo. Bill's it's just near Buffalo. Real. By it's way, unbelievable. There's a huge contingent of Buffalonians in Bradenton. Really? I don't know why, but there are. And if you is go, that what we call them Buffalonians. I, that's what I call them. It's a great name. And it is. Be, uh, and so, anyhow, I there's a pizza joint not far from where my parents live down in Bradenton. You go in there, it is Bills stuff everywhere. They pack the joint for all Bills games. And on top of it, whoever the owner of this place is is like a true blue Buffalo guy. He's, Jim Kelly's got autographs and mm. Thurman Thomas. They got everybody nice. up there on the wall. It's Bills awesome. are kind of a lovable team to cheer yeah, for. Yeah. I mean, their fans are crazy, jumping into tables on fire. But you know. We all got crazy fans. Uh, who's back first, the Cowboys or the Hurricanes? Oh, my goodness. I mean, the Cowboys go to the playoffs uh, frequently. The, the they Hurricanes just are just not – I mean, they're not relevant. Yeah, I'd say they – I mean, the Cowboys yeah, but have won 12 be, games for three straight years, yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, they, but they just don't ever win the playoffs. Right. And you can get in the playoffs at barely over 500, whereas in yeah. college football you're done. Yeah, and Miami hasn't sniffed the playoffs. But I feel like the Cowboys are relevant throughout the course right. of an NFL season. You're wondering – they get home playoff games like – the, the Hurricanes haven't been relevant, I mean, maybe two weeks out of the last 20 years. Jason wants to know if we can explain Tier 2 rights and uh, <sighs> what, what they are 
and and would include. Um, so go so, ahead, go ahead. This is Iris. I know what they are. Go ahead, Iris. It's um, so tier two. one is basically all football games, especially the ones that are going to be like on national syndication. ESPN is going to want them. All the right, all the whatever conference you're in, like they're the big games that are going to make money. They're like the Marvel so, movies, right? right. You could say tier two is like Raycom. Tier two is <laughs> is yeah, it's it, Wake Syracuse yeah. or you know if Florida State's in it, ninety five percent of their games are going to be on the the marquee. But like, uh, yeah, it's, it's the other games in your conference that TV, some TV channels are going to want, but they're not going to be like on the national limited format. releases, like yeah. uh, like independent movies, yeah, like and, well, not even independent. And then tier three would be like the stuff that shows up on the streaming apps and stuff like that. That's a good way of doing it. The only problem with your analogy, Corey, is that most of those independent films are far superior to the mm-hmm. films that you're referencing. But nobody watches one. them. Uh, very yeah. few people yeah. watch them, right? Discerning people do. Right. But most people don't care about the games on Raycom. You would have had a, that's, you, that's, that's the point I'm making. Uh, you're, it's a fair point. It is it's a, a fair, fair point. point. He yeah. knows I'm right yeah. about that. You would have loved – I took a class called Writing on Film mm-hmm. back in the day in Gainesville that you would have loved. Was, we watched this uh, – so a Japanese movie that was like a takeoff on westerns. No, it was a Tampopo. I think mm, is the name nice. of it. And uh, anyway, just can we uh, get back to the Super Bowl squares? Just yeah. thinking, uh, <laughs> art, art, artsy cultured friend over yeah, here. Yeah, he would love that. You're right. Walker writes, and by the way, I just love that it's Walker McGee. I, I say your whole name every time. It just makes me laugh. I love it. That is a great name, Walker McGee. Now batting, uh, <laughs> a baseball conference tournament in Hoover. One can only hope, right? Mm. How excited are y'all for baseball? I'm very excited, Walker. I got high hopes for baseball this year. I don't think they're going to win the College World Series. I just think they're going to You know be- who's number one in the country? Wake. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I, loaded. And, I, and they are not likable. No. But I they are more likable than that Tennessee team. No, no a whole lot, man. It's close. Half it's, their team I wears agree. their shirts unbuttoned to the, uh, the, no, the closer was a complete yep. clown. I'm with you. There's a lot of douchery on that there team. There is a lot. It is no doubt about it, but that Tennessee team took the case. Is there for a the correlation ages. between douchery and being a good, really good baseball team? Possibly. Like, should Florida State guys start just playing shirtless? Here's the oddity. We, the three of us, love baseball. Yeah. Love watching baseball. We're old enough to care about baseball deeply. But even growing up, I thought there was a weird amount, percentage of guys that play baseball. And I played baseball. Mm-hmm. So did you. So did you. Here's a, but uh, there, There's a, a really high percentage of douchery in yeah. baseball. Well, it's, kind of, it's similar to golf now, I think. It's, it's very, getting close and close to really golf. really interesting. So, like, a guy that we all loved at Florida State, mm-hmm. Tyler Buster Holt. Posey. Mm-hmm. Oh. Tyler Holt, like, you knew that the other teams didn't like Tyler Hated Holt. Him. Hated but him. But imagine if you had a team of eight of them. Like or you've 20 never, of them. no team you've ever cheered for had like half the team yeah. be mm-hmm. those guys. Well, and the weird thing with Tyler is they hated the way that he would slide into third on an right. easy stand-up triple and then Get up to clap the, in the guy's yeah. face. They yeah. hated a lot of that stuff. That's okay. Uh, that's one type of douchery. Then there's just the walking around on steroids with your shirt unbuttoned halfway right. down, like Tennessee did, Screaming arguing at the umpire on every single play. That's a different F- kind. F- bombs on the umpire. I don't want to put Holt in that no, category. I'm not, I'm not saying he that's is. Right. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. but yeah, he's a guy that can get under your skin. Oh, I throw at him. Absolutely. Right. But imagine yeah. if you yeah. had eight, ten guys You're are just throwing way the whole worse. team. Yeah. And what's crazy, yeah. the Tennessee guys, I feel like they just walked out of the forest. Like they were they were guys from the hills <laughs> of Tennessee, yeah. didn't know any better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Wake Forest kids are kind of yeah, they're supposed to be more sophisticated. You would think. They go to Wake. Yeah. They don't go to they're not from the hill country in Tennessee that don't know any better. <laughs> These guys are going to try to be doctors one day, and they're ripping their shirts up. And, and yeah, I don't all. know that the baseball team's trying to be probably doctors, buddy. Not. I'm going to guess that they don't. They're probably all going to try to be major league baseball. Players. Yeah, I uh, am. Uh, back to the question. I am. Uh, 
I'm looking forward to the season. Cautiously I was, I was, optimistic. I was a lot more. Uh, I was I was pretty fired up last year, and uh, it didn't go that well. So yeah. I'm a, I'm a little wait and see. You know, and I know they're going to be better. I'm just still wait and see. Yeah, I I, I want to be careful. People hear my enthusiasm, and they might think that I think they're going to be great. I think Link, in the interview I did with him, kind of indicated they wouldn't be great. He knows that they've still got a ways to go, maybe even defensively. But I do think they have guys in spots that are the more natural spots in some cases, and then I think they're going to be – how could they not pitch better? Mm. I mean, Leiter's going to be good. they got yeah. some guys that are going to be good. Uh, and they got some young arms they're very excited about. It, there are enough guys that you've heard described as throwing 94-95 to go with a wipeout slider. I've got Leiter throws four pitches for strikes. There's a lot of guys that you're kind of like, okay – they couldn't pitch to save their life last year. No, they were not very good at it. It's a pretty important part of the game, well, too. It's huge, right? Yeah. So that alone should make you – I mean, they should yeah. be in games. Yeah. They should be in games. Corey, why do you think they're going to suck? I don't think I they're going to suck. I see it on your face. No, I don't. I, don't. I, I see think it on they're your gonna face. Be a, they're going to be a three seed. Uh, <laughs> PC Native writes, Jeff, years ago you used to have an intro with a, you – with a lady saying her baby you want a party. I love that intro. Why don't you use it anymore? I don't. I don't think that I did. Uh, maybe it's something similar to what that. What if he's thinking a mad dog? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's Springsteen. He's. A Springsteen I don't guy. know. No, I don't. I don't know what what intro you're talking about. Uh, we've used a lot of different sound bites over the years. One of them may have been a hooker. Uh, so that that's possible. But your intro has been uh, the Who for oh, twenty the, years, the, the entire time. Yeah. About, yeah. Uh, Trevor writes. Did you boys hear Corey describe the dress code at his wedding? What you would wear to the outback? Yeah, so somebody asked what the what the dress would be, and I said, well, Seminole Casual, that's something that apparently is a thing now. Yeah. But uh, I said it'd, it'd be what you would wear to the Outback. What, not the outback, to outback, to an Outback Steakhouse. You know, you're not going to go in there and flip-flops. But you you're might, also, you, you could. I mean, you could. They'd seat I don't you. think they're kicking you out. They'd seat you yeah. for sure, right? Oh, you want your You, you want, want your, your blooming onion? Yeah. You need your blooming onion. Here but you go. You, usually you're going to wear, like, you know, jeans and a button-down shirt. You know, it's like funny you bring it up. Not for nothing. I'm not trying to take shots. I certainly don't want to ruin their reputation. I haven't been to an Outback in 20 years. And it's back in the minute. day, man, I used to go all the time. Well, that was fancy dining yeah. back then. Yeah. yeah. Especially for college even, kids. They don't even come close to going to an Outback. Yeah, I mean, they're not bad. You, you know. It's what it is. Yeah. You know they're what like you're one of a million chains just like them. Yeah, that except have the they same have, fare. Except they have well, they try to do the Australian take. They got kangaroos on the walls. They got kangaroo. They serve but, kangaroo. But That's guys, the difference. But if you guys want to sponsor Seminole Headlines, we love we will talk we, up. We'll go in. Maybe I'll refamiliar my, uh, myself <laughs> yeah. with the menu. Uh, they serve koala <laughs> and they serve kangaroo. <laughs> oh, Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Rolling on. Let's go, Chris Wrights. Hey, fellas, here we go into another offseason, but... My anticipation is riding high. I'm going to continue with the positiveness from last post and make one point that I hope stands true. DJU was a five-star coming out of high school. I know Jordan Travis was about a three. Either way, expectations and the potential for eliteness was a good bit higher for DJ. If you think about what Tokars and Norvell were able to do with Jay Trav, can you just imagine the ceiling they might get DJ to reach? Uh, and then he goes on to talk about that's a recipe for success, and he's excited to see what they can do. I- I've thought of something similar in that – you should get, probably get DJU's best season of his career. You would think. Um, they did have four years. Yeah, you're only he's only got one year. As opposed to like nine months. Right. But, he's played a ton of football, though. Yeah. He started a ton yep. of games. Yep. yep. No, I agree. And one of the thought, I think the thing that Norvell said when we talked to him on Saturday in Orlando was the best thing I thought that was, you know, in terms of encouragement in that realm is he said that, you know, from watching the games at Oregon State with DJ, they sat down and watched three games together and uh, from his Oregon State time. And he, after listening to him talk and explain why, if you throw a pick or why this happened or why that play didn't work or whatever, he said listening to his answers and listening to what he had been coached to do, because, yeah. you know, you can watch a quarterback, but you don't know what he's been coached to do. Mm-hmm. He Norvell, like, kind of paused. And he kind of said something along the lines of, "They're like, I know I can help him with some things. Like, you could tell he is he's like, I mean, I'm not saying he's egotistical, but he thinks he can get him to play much better than even he did mm-hmm. last year, which was pretty good. Yeah, and I would think Mike would believe that all offensive minds think right. that way, right? That they'll get them in their system and they'll get more out of them or they've got techniques that they can use to But it get sounds more like he's got specific things he knows like okay, I know I can do this with him yeah. and it's going to be successful as opposed to, you know, again just that hey, this kid was right. is talented. He's big and strong. Like for example, when Jimbo brought Everett Golson in, he he was confident about Everett Golson because I think it was more about his self-belief in him, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like this seems more tangible because they've actually had these conversations. I hope one of those things he plans to do is run that big bitch when it's third and one. Yeah, third and three. That's just an aside. He can fall four. Yeah, that's a, that's a giant man. I yeah. mean, just go ahead and plow him into the and line. I think there. DJ's here for it. Um, I like it. Let's go. Uh, Michael writes, I always admire how ahead of the game you guys are. You all in the shows with Taylor Swift long before she even knew who Travis Kelsey was. <laughs> that's true. With we that brought her into sports. S- that's true. With that said, give me a prophecy that you'll predict will happen with any seminal sport this calendar year and make it juicy, boys. Hmm. Hmm. Corey's got baseball going to Omaha. Winning Omaha, not just getting winning there. Omaha. You can hear it in his winning voice, that certainty. Yeah. Uh, Cam Fryer is going to be better than its dad. Well, you have such a low expectation. <laughs> How could he be worse? Know, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. That's not fair. That's not fair. Man, it's tough. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go football because I don't have a good feel for any predictions for the other two. How about the softball team beats Oklahoma? That would be something. 
Don't feel it, do you guys? I, 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 I mean, she's the first five games, I didn't, but it was five games. It was really early. <laughs> if you guys didn't, if you're not on camera, if you're just driving around, that silence did mean something. Yeah. You should have seen Corey's face. He's like, ooh. And I was there to watch Oklahoma in person last mm-hmm. year. It's they did lose that pitcher, though. Yeah. And their best yeah. player, that center fielder, they lost her, too. But I bet I bet Oklahoma's home. gotten some players to replace them. You think they've they probably have? done pretty well Without out there. glancing over yeah, at the I recruiting che- rankings? I haven't checked them. I think they've done pretty well. But – uh, real quick, I know this is what this show is, but Florida State does have a very, very good freshman class in softball, and they played yeah. well this weekend. Uh, they just gotta gotta find some pitching. They will, right? Yeah, I mean, they, they should. Get, that, there's they, no way they're devoid of pitching. No, there? they just didn't pitch all that well this weekend. Here's my uh, lofty prediction: mm. DJ Uyunglele, yeah, ACC Player of the Year. Oh, that wow. is juicy. That's a well, juicy he has morsel. to overcome some of the guys on his own team. So that's well. that's impressive. What does that mean? Well, only one person can win an ACC Player of the Year, and they may be on that roster. Oh, on not Florida named State. DJ. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. There's Who a lot of thinking? talent there. Who are you thinking? You could go with a running back. You could go with Hakeem Williams. You could go with Hakeem Williams, ACC be, Player of the Year. Oh, well, I bet you could get that at plus hey. ten thousand right <laughs> so, now. So DJ's got to throw it to him, right? Right. Yeah. There you go. All right. There you go. So somebody's going to emerge as a star in that receiving right, core. There's my rather, juicy pick. What's your guys' juicy pick? I just gave you a juicier one. Akeem Williams. Williams is going to win the ACC Player of the Year. Yeah, I'll say um, baseball. Let's how oh, baseball has a winning record. <laughs> <laughs> My God, back Corey. over five hundred. How you about this? How about years without having a losing record? What are you uh, doing? Leonard uh, comes uh, back next year. That's not juicy. That's... I know. I can't think of anything. That's a tough. It's a tough ask. Because they might finish like sixteen and fifteen, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be dicey. It's just not gonna be a fun subject. No, for the it isn't. I was future. talking with Ira about that. I, I don't I don't like the conversation. Uh, when you look at NFL rosters, writes Joseph, you see a lot of hoss offensive linemen who played for Wisconsin. <laughs> Insert the name of a small town here. Do we not have anybody recruiting dairy farm country, buddy? Iowa and Wisconsin are just loading up. Yeah. Is there something about the Midwest linemen? Well, listen, Iowa don't... has churned out a bunch of top-tier offensive linemen to the NFL in the yeah. last 15 years. One of them is obviously the left tackle for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But they have – I mean, it. these have been can't-miss dudes. Yeah, and we didn't uh, – that's where we were wrong. And the kid that's transferring from Alabama – Back to, to Iowa. Iowa. He is from there, and he was committed to there. That's why he wanted to go back there. But um, but still, I mean, I do think it's ridiculous. Well, you have one life to live. You gonna go play Iowa football? I thought it was a great get, paid, uh, get drafted in the first round. You want to get drafted if he goes and plays at UTEP? I thought one of the most interesting comments from any of these newcomers was Marvin Jones Jr. When he's like, he goes, "Yeah, man." When I got to college, I realized like how much harder it is to beat good offensive tackles. He goes, "Because some of you, you guys watch high school football in South Florida. It's a lot of receivers running around, yeah, really yeah. fast. It's, yeah. it's yeah. like we all and have a lot put of great the big offensive fat tackles." Kid and say, "Hey, try to stay in front of that freak <laughs> at defensive end yeah. as best you can." So, he yeah, wasn't challenged that, a whole lot, but yeah, yeah Iowa. The, it, life's tougher for a defensive end growing up in Iowa. I it think. would be nice. It would be nice to get some um, Midwestern or not get some dudes on this roster that. Uh, end up being very good. That you recruit out of high school that end up being very good off. I think that's the next step to take is is yeah. to bring because it has some, not happened. They haven't had. It yeah. may happen this year. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that Robert Scott's the last guy they signed out of high school that's played a game for him. Andy writes in a recent interview with Mike Norvell. He mentioned conversations with Oregon State's coaching staff in his recruitment of DJ. Are we at this point now in the days of portal popularity where there are open conversations between the gaining coach and the losing coach? Well, that losing coach was moving on. Yeah, he, he left, was right? He, he was left. leaving. He so, would not. I don't yeah. think Norvell Plus. would have the audacity to call. Unless the kid Shane clearly. Beamer. 
Unless unless DJ clearly, you know, like it was an amicable yes. di- divorce or separation. Right. But also um, Derek Ray, who's FSU's general manager of personnel, used to work for Jonathan Smith at, yeah. at Oregon State. So there's a relationship there. By the way, um, I do like the way Andy ended this as an analogy because I just it immediately made me uncomfortable. Uh, he said, it seems like that could be quite a touchy conversation. It would be akin to interviewing an ex-boyfriend about a girl you'd like to date. <laughs> Fair. That is fair, but yeah, the, it it doesn't. It's not quite apples to apples because Jonathan Smith had left already. I don't think Norvell talks to him about DJ. Right. Like he's not calling. Like I said, he's not calling Shane Beamer to be like, when "Hey, talk about this him. Jaheim yeah. Bell character. What am I getting out of him? How how should I coach him? How, what are the buttons to push? He's not doing that with the coach that's still there. Uh, Sean writes, football season is officially over, guys. Basketball on its way to the NIT. Well, that's maybe Sean. Maybe maybe baseball opening day is this week. Mm. I want an overview, gents. Original elite headliner. All right, Sean. Yeah. Well, we've talked some about the baseball team. And it, go back, Sean. Listen to my 30-minute interview with Link Jarrett. And I'll probably do another one here very, very soon. So that we, we might go position by position this week. We'll see. I'm interested in uh, – so they have the three guys we know about with Cam and uh, Tibbs Jaime and, and Tibbs. Yeah, those are so – they have those three are, really good bats. They've added some more They've added some bats. dudes that have yeah. done a lot in college. You just wonder how they'll fit in and where they're going to play. Like, I know the kid – the one kid hit like 20 bombs last year and is a shortstop. But is he a good enough shortstop mm-hmm. – You talking about Faroe's kid? Uh, no. Yeah. No, no, the other guy. Yeah, yeah, but, he, but the Faroe kid did hit a bunch of home runs for a freshman, yeah. but he also swings and misses a yeah, lot. So it, but but all, I'm just – they got to be good. To, they were they were the worst team in the conference defensively last year. That I don't think they're going to gonna be elite defensively, but I know that they're striving towards having guys who can play their damn position as That'd opposed be great. to just being in the lineup because of their back. That's right. a great aspiration. Yep. It is a great aspiration. Other teams do it, it looks like. By the way, uh, Jeffrey, I would suggest not ever going to another game again with your with your son. Uh, I say that before reading his question. I have taken my 10-year-old son to the following home games through the years. 2019, Boise State lost. Mm. 2022, Wake Forest lost. Mm. 2023, Alabama State, JT, broken leg. Yeah, man, stop going. Now, I'm not a, a superstitious. 20, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, I'm not superstitious, but out of an abundance of caution, how do I tell my son I'm never taking him to a home game again? Yeah, I, that's what you say. Yeah, you have to. You and say, you explain you it. I mean, he's old son. enough. He's got to learn. It's like the the son or, that has to learn about the Super Bowl MVP odds. You or you can do like when a shooter's struggling, you get him a, get him to the line. Mm. Like, give, give him a gimme. Give he him, did. Give he him gave North Alabama, and Jordan Travis broke his leg. Uh, that's true. He did. So he that's, tried. That's, he Alabama, tried Alabama State, wasn't it? No, North Alabama. North Alabama. Alabama. He, he missed Alabama it, State, yeah. State, yeah. Um, I don't remember which team it was. Or don't sit next to him. Mm. Maybe that's the problem is y'all are too close to each other. Like, try something where you sit four rows four rows. Well, down. Jeffrey, here's what you could do. He's 10 now. Let's say he's 11 for the upcoming season. If he makes good decisions, you could get him a seat, and you don't have to sit with him. Mm. Like, break up the mojo. Uh, that way you don't deny your kid the chance to go to the game, but you remove an element of part of the curse. You're also maybe, not causing losses. Right, and Jeffrey, you may be the problem. Maybe it's not your son. It feels like mm-hmm. it See could be. See what I'm be. saying? Yeah, yeah. Could be Jeffrey. But they have the to figure that out on their own. They have right. to work That's on it. That's why you let him go to a game. But don't punish your son, Jeffrey. No. It's not his fault. Let we him don't know. go to the game. We don't have enough information to pin it, it on the kid It could be yet. his fault. It could be. Yeah. Well, we don't have enough information right. yet. So let him go to one of these games against a lesser tier team, and if they lose and Jeffrey's again. not there, then his son can never come back to a game. Correct. Yeah. And I'll stand by that. Yeah, and you'll stand on that. And we should enforce it. Yeah. I mean, you're not picture up on the wall. You're not coming back in here, son. You got some issues. You're not coming to this game. Go take it to a Florida game. Please. Yeah. By yeah. all means. Or Miami. Go to Miami. Yeah, we're not doing this. Simple Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio. War Chat TV continues in a moment. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Keep it rolling here. Get back to the questions. And the next one is, is Jimbo doing his best to win back Seminole Nation? I saw where he attended 11 service over the weekend. He's been showing up at other Seminole events lately. What gives? Take care. That's from Butch. First of all, he's got some time on his hands. Um, mm. But uh, I was gonna say that's retired, right? Yeah. He was uh, <laughs> no, he was. It was it was nice to see him at, at Mike Martin's funeral. It, it, he you know or ceremony, um, and he and Eleven were super close. Like he and me were best friends, but he and Eleven were. I mean, like Eleven, he would hang out in the dugout and they talk baseball. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he loves baseball. He loves baseball. Yeah. He played baseball. I was surprised. Uh, I guess I wasn't surprised because I just didn't know how much he had kept up with the family since moving to College Station. But the fact that he was on the field. Like he was with the like family members and close close mm-hmm. friends was like oh that's kind of cool that means they must have still had a relationship even after I think he left. There's I been guess. some reconciliation. Yeah, all right, lately. well, good. Yeah, I won't get into that. Uh, but yeah, so there it is. He was back, and no, I I've always said, big picture wise, if enough time goes by, he'll be welcome back for some anniversary of that 2013 team. At some point, he'll walk out onto that football field. Yeah, I mean, if he's not coaching or if he's coaching yeah. at a low level. Like 2033, yeah, Jimbo Fisher possible. walks out and waves. Yeah, sure. It, it will happen. It will happen at some point. Especially if yeah. Yeah, uh, Norvell has put put this thing back on the map and they're consistently yeah. very good. People yeah. will let. But I mean, the remember, man won a title. That was an undefeated season. Yeah, he also he also dropped his pants and crapped all over the program. Without question. nobody's. Yeah. We all know yeah. the dynamics. I'm just saying that yeah. it is so hard to go undefeated and win a national it is. title. It is, but it's very similar to the way Florida people felt about Urban Meyer for a long time. But I agree. Urban's time a heals much a worse person. Yeah, I think, Ur- I think yeah. Florida fans would have a harder time with Urban. Than, I don't know than, that you could ever welcome Urban. Florida State fans would. would Jimbo, but yes, I think. A guy on your staff that's beating the bejesus out of his wife who's friends with your wife. I mean, there's so much if sinister. Had, but if, if Jimbo had tanked the program and then it never recovered it sure. would be harder for right. to welcome but if florida florida state's back now baby back they're nine and a half wins over under they just they should have been in the playoff this past year florida still real. 12 guys in the combine yeah they're still can't <laughs> they're get past still, urban meyer yeah that's 15 years later um listening to a foot years later michael writes listening to a fantasy football podcast recently and the hosts were salivating at trey benson and keon coleman both hearing multiple Noels mentioned in the pre-draft hype has me very excited uh, who is the third offensive player off the board for Florida State? Johnny. Johnny, right? Uh, I think he'll go before Jaheen. Yeah, I would um, think so. Also, Roy uh, – is it Roy Dell Williams? Is that his name, yeah. right, the Alabama mm-hmm. kid? He had a lot of nice – I asked him about Trey Benson, and he's like, man, he was a monster. Like, to be that – he goes, I couldn't believe how fast he was at that size. Yeah, Trey's going to test incredibly well. Keon's going to be fun to watch. I'm curious to see what he looks like at the combine because we didn't see him healthy for a long time last season, uh, since early in the year. So it'll be interesting to see. He's not, you know, going to be a blazer, but it'll be nice to see him run full speed because he didn't play in any of these Senior Bowl type games. Yeah. So nobody's really seen him, and we haven't seen him healthy since early in the year. 
I, I, I want to see the version that we saw against LSU where he was at his healthiest and yeah. was locked in and you saw just how dynamic he could be because that's the player he was at Michigan State as well. Is a, a real difference maker who made a very average to below average quarterback at Michigan State look good at times because of his playmaking yeah. ability. You think about where he played in the Big Ten and they were lacking talent compared against many of the teams they played and he still made plays. So he's physically very gifted. Unfortunately, he was only gifted, gifted for Florida State for about four or five games. Yeah. I think he's also going to do well in the interview room. He's very personable. A football player is a football player. Hard worker. Smart kid. You know what I mean? like So I think he's going to – He's going to do well for himself, I think, in that area. One too. side note, I don't think this gentleman would mind me saying this on air. Ran into a guy who's close with him, who's known him his whole life, who's well aware of what he's doing right now, and he was talking about how much work he's put in for this and how excited he is to show people what he's like again. To remind yeah. people of how healthy, you know, what he looks like healthy. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's right. Uh, Brett Kelly writes, who gets six rangs first, FSU or the Canes? Well, Florida Miami's State's on the five. much faster track to yeah. get to six. Miami's been sitting there stuck forever. They haven't even sniffed it. They can't win the conference. They've been bums for 20-plus years. Yeah, so Florida State. Florida State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're talking about ACC championship rings, <laughs> right. Florida State's got, what, 14? Miami's got zero? Uh, okay, here we go. You're down five or six late in the fourth quarter. Need a huge punt return to possibly take the lead late and win the game. Would you rather have... Peter Warwick or Deion Sanders? That's from Jason. I'd have to. I, That's I'd a tough one. Go I think they're both good That's choices. That's a toughie. I, Deion. Deion. That's close. I, yeah. yeah, man, good question, but that's a. Uh, uh, Greg Reed would be a good one, too. Greg Reed, in fact, had some. Clutch. I don't know. I don't Last remember. Thing. That's a clutch punt return that Greg Reed had a uh, couple BC's, of. BC's. Yeah. We saved the. Uh, yeah. Uh, Maryland. And then he yeah. had another. Also, one Willie too. Reed. Or not suck. BC, Maryland. Yeah. Willie um, Reed didn't yeah. suck either. He no, T Buck, obviously. Yeah. But but the other thing is, you got to remember, none of those guys returned in this era with the Australian punters because it's completely different, man. You don't get to sit back there and catch 55 yard punts where they're. You yeah, know, you don't catch and, a ball and you have 12 yards until somebody's on. Right, you. Yeah. right. And then, as, you know, Leon Washington pointed out, back then they didn't always put athletes on punt coverage. So it's like, it's, they've got, they're facing the, some of the best athletes on the other team, yep. plus these Australian pick punters. It's just a whole different, different ball. By game. the way, real quick, my hot take is that it's, uh, it's a joke that Devin Hester's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, man, we I'm I'm with you on that. I, it's just like I it, to me, it's the equivalent of the best pinch hitter of all time. Get it? Matt Stairs has 19, 23 career home runs as a pinch hitter. Used to love me some Matt Stairs, but though. it's like okay, that's his like it's a specialty and it's yeah, a very unique yeah. skill. But come on, man, he was never one of the top no, 150 no, football be, players yeah, in the yeah. league. He was just great at one thing, and he was very great. He's the best that's ever at done a time it. when you could still be great at it. Yeah, yeah, but it's you know it's I don't know like it's 19 touchdowns that he scored, 19 touchdowns over 11 seasons, and uh, 14. He's best punt returner ever. 14 punt returns is insane. Like, uh, Chaco McNasty, who we love, I take Anquan over Devin Hester. Would you, Jeff? Would you? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think uh, better Sorry. career. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think, think so. so yeah, <laughs> uh, Chaco McNasty. I I don't think we can answer this question. It's my sincere hope. That the three of us cannot answer this question. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I can't wait. So I Chaco, Chaco McNasty, bring it. It's Valentine's week, boys. Oh, boy. That's right. See where, see where we're going? Tomorrow. What's the most memorable gift you've received? For I, I, We can't answer this, guys. We, we no. no. If we could, it'd be a shame. Going back to the last question, you know who's a really good pinch hitter? 
Mm. Rusty Staub. Rusty Staub was great. Why he, was. Is he? he should be in the hall. Rusty Staub. Lenny Harris was a great pinch hitter, too. One of the greatest and had a career that spanned yeah. 25 years. It's a skill, isn't it? Oh, you know, yeah, 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 pinch cold like that and skill. hit, yeah. Eric Hinsky was good at it for the Rusty Braves. Staub, I got to know. What? Not hang out, but Rusty Spring Staub, training? Yeah, so Al Lang is where the Mets yeah. used to train for years, and I think I've told you guys this. It is kind of crazy. My stepdad's father died very young. Mm. He owned Johnny's Custom Cleaners. You can look it up. It's in St. Petersburg. Look it up. Look it up now. In the fifties and sixties, and they. How could you look that up? Well, I can show. I'll show you everything. Anyhow, anyhow, (laughs) anyhow, he he died at like fifty-one years old. I barely got to know him at all. Right. I thought you said very young. Well, fifty-one is very, very especially when you're older. Especially when you're (laughs) fifty-one. I was thinking thirty-three. So, so anyhow, he owned that cleaners back then. Baseball teams would often get their uniforms yeah. dry cleaned oh, by wow. the local How about that? and he did the Mets and for years the whole family we got free tickets for anything Mets because mm. of it I'd go down in the dugout as a little kid I got to know well hell I got to know Dwight Gooden Daryl Strawberry all these guys but before that did like, they get you any blow I was too young to ask, but man, another couple of years yeah, I, I would have been, been there. there. Yeah, but Lima Zilli and those, but Rusty Stop was hey, frequently hey, there. Doc, you need a bump? <laughs> I got you, buddy. Hojo, what, where you at, Hojo? I'm doing Let's lines go. off your shoulder. Little Lenny Dykstra, Keith Mitchell, yeah, all of it. But all uh, the good guys. Yeah, they, that team was loaded with quality human beings. Yes, um, but yeah. So I don't know if Ray Knight was big on the blow, but um, but. Freaking Rusty Staub would come around he, every spring training. I'd see his red-haired ass walking crazy around. Crazy, he home. was a professional athlete. Oh, it, yeah. And just when we first got cable, it was like we only we got the Braves, the Mets, and the Cubs. And the Met, the, the only time I watched the Mets, it seemed like every time I watched them, Rusty Staub's coming into pinch. Yeah, here comes old Rusty Staub. Looks like a softball <laughs> player. Like, By yeah. the way, the answer involves it's got to involve lingerie of some sort, right? I mean, we're not going to go back and answer because yeah. I just know where this goes. I mean, I know what we're going to say. Choco Chaco asked that with bad intentions. He, he really he did. He knows. Yeah. He knows. But, you he know, when you're young doing. in love for the first time and stuff's happening and somebody See, wears again, something again, Corey, for you. I don't. All right, I don't, sorry. I don't, sorry. I don't, we're not doing this. <laughs> I'm talking about me wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> what a gift that was. How happy her. was that guy? <laughs> Jason Wright. Will Devin Vassell make an NBA All-Star game in his career? Man, he's getting there. Like. He yeah, plays on such a horrible team. Horrible team. But I think if they get better, which they will, he's he's going to be the second best player on that team he with a superstar. Paid. He certainly got paid. There's a chance if they get to be good, they need a couple, obviously more than a couple pieces. He could be the second or third best player on a really good NBA team. Those guys get all star. Did votes. you see Wimby had a triple double last night with ten blocks? Ten blocks. It's ten crazy. Blocks. Ten blocks. That's crazy. Somebody, uh, our friend Les, sent, uh, was he? They played the, the uh, they played the Heat recently, and Les sent me a picture of him. Even on the court, it looks like a looks like Danny Almani playing little league baseball. I mean, it's just it's crazy. It's <laughs> just a good old school reference. I well, like it. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he was 14, playing with 12-year-olds? Yeah. Right? yeah, brutal. Um, and dominating that dominating ass. Them, dominating yeah. that ass, yeah. Uh, okay, next question. Oh, somehow this got moved. Okay. Hello, gents. Love the show as always. What about these players finally being allowed to make money on the up and up? Has these coaches running to go coach millionaires in the league where they have less power? Ah, but they have power in the sense that they know what their roster is going to yeah. be, Marlon. They know that if they sign a linebacker to a multi-year deal worth millions, he's going to be there tomorrow. And if he has a bad day at practice and the coach tells him that he played like ass and that he's mad at him and that if he's not careful, he's going to be sent down to the practice squad or that he's going to be benched, that guy can't decide, yeah. I'm going to Alabama because I don't like it here. And the coaches That's like problem. to know who their players are going to be. Let me ask you a question. So when our guy leaves UCLA and just to, to be, be a coordinator, yeah. do you even meet with the team? 
Because how do you explain that to your team? Yeah, it sounds like they hated him. Like it's bad enough when Jimbo is trying to explain to FSU players why he's got to go to Texas A and M, but you're going to leave to go to be. I a wonder if he did like a group text with just emojis. <laughs> Like, just like, peace, like out, the eggplant. peace out, an, egg, an eggplant, <laughs> and then an airplane taken off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you probably, yeah. Uh, I hated all of you, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> peace, deuces. Good that's luck. The, that's, the, that's the end Enjoy of Enjoy the Big Ten. Uh, let's see. What's a realistic exp- – okay, well, we've had a few of these. Gary wanted to know a realistic expectation for the FSU baseball team this year. Let's answer it honestly. To finish above 500 for starters. To make a regional. Yeah, make a regional. Make a regional. regional. Yeah, you can't be out here stumbling about – at Dickhauser Stadium, Mike Martin Field, going below 500. Now, last year you got your pass. Yeah, you got your pass. Now we brought in a gazillion new players. We cannot be out they here stumbling around. Forty guys on the, on the team. Did it's you say forty-four crazy. guys? It's crazy. Like twenty-six new guys are on the team. Yes, I've never seen a roster this size before. It used to not be allowed. Uh, but I, there's no way that that product can continue to stay that far down. So they got to they got to make a postseason. I mean, there, yeah. there's there's that's a fair expectation. From there, all bets are off. Who knows? Maybe they round in the form at the right time. It's a, you know, truncated tournament. You you, you get, get out, hot. You, yeah, you get hot. Next thing you know, you're in a super or whatever. Well, they don't call it that anymore, but yeah, they do. They call it supers. Yeah, yeah they. I, they, I mean, they, it. they don't call it a sub regional. Yeah, anymore. they should. It's a sub regional. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, Jeff I've gone sub regional longer than anybody. In I'm, I'm still going to hold on to it. You're not in a real regional. You're a sub ass regional. Get through this one. This is nonsense. Then you get to the super. Stuff. Then you get to the super regional. Yeah. Now we're doing some mm-hmm. things. I really wish they just combine them all. You get one big ass regional, and then you're off to Omaha. You got all 64 teams in one spot. Not one spot. No, no. You just get like. Expand what a regional is. So instead of eight or, or four, it's like sixteen. Oh, so there's four regionals. The old eight yeah. team regionals were pretty fun. Yeah, they were. Those were fun. That's what I'm saying. That's all I would do. I think we're down to like the last minute, boys, and I think we're out of questions. That's true. Yeah, that's it. It's true. Yeah, we're good. Just a lot of more questions about the draft, and more questions about baseball, and more questions about uh, so, what the other questions are about. What do we do with Leonard Hamilton? And I'm not, you know, we're, we don't have time. We could, we could. They we need to. They need to. Uh, it'd be a good win tonight, but uh, we're, yeah, they play tonight. Is Fryer number one on your list of most overrated Florida State players of all time? No. Guys, Top five? Guys, this is what happens. Is he over Dude, my I say role? I'm, not, I say I'm not convinced that Dylan Gibbons is going to be a great addition, and then all of a sudden y'all <laughs> make it sound like I said he sucks and he'll never play. Do you this hate, is how it like, goes. Do you hate blind people or deaf people more? You know, that Super Bowl had, might have had you on Death tilt. People. It did. did I it? mean, I what are we it. doing? We're, we're signing the – I knew it. Why, why I do I, knew it. And I keep I doing it with my hands, too. Yeah. I keep doing Love it with my hands, and I've got to stop. Coda is a great movie. I don't Are you going to pretend not it. to walk when you describe a person in a wheelchair? <laughs> no, is that what no, you're going to do no. next? No, I keep doing the hands. I've got to stop You're fall that. down. My legs don't work. Oh, I, but I just, you know, <laughs> in, in all seriousness, <laughs> there's never there's never been a better time to be deaf. <laughs> you can get jobs? You can Well, and you can read the stuff that's it's on the like TV. Being it's, a little person. it's like caption. being a little person. There's a lot of acting jobs for the little people now that never existed. Outside, really. of, uh, outside of Dorothy. You did really Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that <laughs> new Wizard of Oz movie. What's, wait, Ira, you see what you did? Matt, you what you Matthew, did? turn us off. Good <laughs> Put up Taylor. Give us Taylor. We're going to. We're going to get out a little bit early Hey, here. I like Matt Fryer. Big Matt Fryer fan. I still have that Sports Illustrated with him you on should. the cover. You should. He's smiling with the cheerleader. And he was a huge – he's a big-time player in that offense. And I was at big that game, player. and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah big time. I still want a still shot of like us celebrating Florida State's players celebrating '93 with OJ Simpson walking with the Bruno Mollies because he was there on he the sideline. Yeah, he, yeah, was, he there was there at Notre Dame too, rocking those Brunos. There think, it is. Yeah, I think those pictures came up when when he killed his wife and, and yeah. her, her friend, the waiter. Her uh, friend. He uh, 
I was in, in I was working in Thomasville and I pulled up the AP photo wire mm-hmm. and that's how I start it. my day and yeah. all the pictures of him but like some of the first pictures that came up were him on the sidelines. That poor bastard was having an affair with a beautiful woman or and just dropping got, off the glasses. Just dropping off some glasses and then psychos there. Wrong place. Now you're cutting. Time. Yeah. For Corey and Ira, I'm Jeff. Good job, director. We'll talk to you guys next time. Be well. Peace.